faith is the anchor of a victorious life. And we understand that faith only comes by the word and that word is in your bosom. As the word says, as newborn babes, desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Stay tuned as we meet pastors of Victory Life Bible Church International, Apostle Lawrence and Reverend Paula Atchudume. Feed your soul and spirit with the word of God. Celebrate Jesus! like a king, like a queen. I want to formally welcome you to church this morning. Hallelujah. Can you celebrate Jesus? Celebrate Jesus. Thank you for joining us this morning. And I believe God is going to bless you real good in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 28. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Very common scripture, everybody. Can we stand, please? I promise you I won't tell you to stand too much. So can we stand this morning? Can we stand and read this scripture? Let's give honor to the word of the Lord this morning. Everybody, let's stand up and let's read this together. All right, let's go. One, two, go. And God bless them and said to them, be fruitful, multiply. Thank you so much. Please take your seat. And this is the very first scripture um, where God was addressing the creation of man. This is the very first scripture where God has created man and woman and he then now gave them the blueprint of their life, the essence of why they were created. He blessed them and he told them that on earth, I have a covenant with you that you must be fruitful, you must multiply, you must replenish, you must subdue, and you must have dominion on the earth. And he did not put limitation to the scope of their dominion. He said everything, both in the sea, in here, I normally say the aquatic region, 
the terrestrial region and also the celestial region. So every region that has to do with the creation of God on earth, God gave man that yes, go, be fruitful, he first blessed it. That blessing is an empowerment. That blessing is a spirit of the Lord resting upon man and giving them an instruction that then go and be fruitful, go and multiply, go and replenish, subdue, and have total dominion. It is upon this mandate that we all were created and we are formed. And one thing I know about God is that God is ever committed to anything that he says. Whatever God says, he commits himself to it. And one thing I also know about God, please give me your attention and let there be no distraction, is that from generation to generation, God is looking and seeking for a man. A man that will honor, that will fear him, and who he can establish a personal covenant with. There are covenants that guide Christendom, that guides Christianity, that guides the Christians. One of it is what I've read here this morning, that God blessed us, say be fruitful, multiply, have dominion. It's a general one. But then there's another covenant that God strike with his people individually. For instance, Noah, the Bible says, Noah found grace before God and God established a covenant with him. In Genesis chapter 12, and verse, from verse one to three, Genesis chapter 12, and from verse one to three, another man came on board, a man through whom all of us are blessed today. The Bible says, now the Lord, can we read it together everybody, one to go? Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, get thee out of thy country, from thy kindred, from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show you. And I, I will make of thee a great nation, I will bless thee, I will make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, I will curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And that's what we are enjoying today. It's a covenant that God struck with Abraham that made him, you know, have a covenant with you. This is what I want to do in your life. This is who you are going to become. This is what will be after you. And that is how God works. Everything about God has to do, I keep saying, with increase. He wants to increase us. He wants to take us forward. And by so doing, any man he finds, he establishes a covenant with them. In Exodus chapter 31 and verse 1 to 5, let's look at another man that God found worthy and he established a covenant with. Exodus chapter 31 and verse 1 to 5. Let's read it together. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Yes, see, I have called by name Bezali, the son of Uri, the son of all of the tribe of Judah. I have filled him with the spirit of God in wisdom and in understanding, in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship. Right. To devise cunning works, to work in gold, in silver 
and in brass, in cutting of stones to set them, and in carving of timber to walk in all manner of workmanship. Anybody that understands all these statements that God is mentioning here will know that all the factors that were itemized there are factors that tends towards increase because it is what you do that determines how you increase. That's a covenant that God struck with Bezalel. In Psalm 89 and verse number 20, let's look at it. Psalm 89, I'm just speaking example of men that God struck a covenant with in terms of telling them the future that he has carved out for them. Praise God. Let's read that one. Psalm 89 and verse number 20. Psalm 89 and verse number 20. Psalm 89. Everybody, let's read and go. I have found David, my servant, with my holy oil have I anointed him, right? Is that what he said? So I have found. So hear me, church. Every day, God is on a search. A search for a man and a woman. Or a woman and a woman that he can establish his covenant with. In Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, we know the thoughts of God towards all of us. The Bible says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. It's thoughts of peace, not evil, to give you an expected end. Can we get it in message translation? Let's see what that says. To give you an expected end. <laughs> Let's read it together. I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future that you hope for. What did NLT say? Let's look at NLT quickly. Let's read it together. For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good, not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Ladies and gentlemen, God is out looking for a man that he will establish his covenant with, who will operate within the four walls of his promise and his covenant for us. Let's look at what he tell, told us again. In Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 19. Everybody, let's read it. One to go. There will be joy and songs of thanksgiving. Let's pause there. Let your amen thunder. This year, 2024, the Lord will saturate your life with joy. Songs of thanksgiving shall be your portion. Now let's read further. I will multiply my people. Say to your neighbor, God will multiply you. I'm not hearing you. Shout it loud and clear. Say, God will multiply you. Look at the next word. He said what? I will not diminish them. I won't bring them down. I will honor them. I will not despise them. Can I prophesy this morning? I pray for you this morning. The Lord God of heaven that I serve, he will saturate your life with joy. Songs of thanksgiving shall be your portion. The Lord will multiply you. You will not be diminished. You are not shouting amen. 
stand up, go meet three persons, you will not be diminished. 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 Say it to that person. Say you will not be diminished. God will honor you. And you will not be despised in the name of Jesus. Please take your seat. Look at me. So when you miss things, I mean, um, testimony. It's a form of joy and thanksgiving. When others are saying there is a casting down, she said there is a lifting up. Not because of partiality from God, but by factor of covenant. Please follow me here today. I was talking in the champions class this morning, and I was talking about general laws and specific laws. When God finds you out to cut a covenant or to strike a covenant with you, Ladies and gentlemen, it's a privilege. And this is where I'm going this morning. That the eyes of the Lord is running to and fro, looking for an unusual member, looking for a man and a woman who he will pour himself upon and you become God's favorite in this generation. There are people that are God's favorite that experiences certain things that others don't experience. Can I ask you a question? Don't you hear stories of where you ply the same road that some other people plied and they did not survive it? What made them not to survive it? You are not. Yoruba we say, have your own, but we are talking about the peculiarity and the speciality of God in our lives. Men that God increases do not only walk based on the covenant that God strikes, please follow me, but also on the covenant that they also strike with God. Now hear me. They read the scripture to us during the 12 days of praise. First Chronicles chapter 28 verse 4. Let's try and read it again. And I will tell you three points that I want to tell you before I close this morning. Are you happy with me? Look at your neighbor and tell him songs of thanksgiving will come out from your mouth. Say to him or her, you will rejoice. Say to him or her, you will be multiplied. Say to him or her, you will be glorified. Hallelujah. First Chronicles 28 and verse number 4. Let's look at it. Everybody, let's read this together. One, two, go. How be it? The Lord's God of Israel chose me before all the house of my father to be king over Israel forever. For he had not chosen Judah to be the ruler. For Sorry. For he had chosen Judah to be the ruler. And of the house of Judah, the house of my father, and among the sons of my father, God liked me and decided to make me a king over all Israel. Lift up your right hand to heaven and let your amen thunder. This morning and this January and entire 2024, if you will let your amen sound above your neighbor, God will like you. To locate who to like. First Chronicles 16 says, 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 The eyes of the Lord run to and fro, looking for a man whose heart is perfect towards him. 
that he may show himself mighty on his behalf. <laughs> Hallelujah. In Psalm 89, look at the things. I want to pick David and some other people and let's look at certain things about them. Psalm 89 and verse 24, quickly. Listen, everybody, let's read it and go. I have found, I think we read this before. Verse 24, now, verse 24. Let me look about, okay, let's go, want to go. But my mercy and my mercy, my faithfulness and my mercy shall be with who? Him. And in my name shall his own be exalted. Let your amen sound. The Lord will exalt your heart. I don't want to change where I'm going, but I just feel to pray this prayer that as your amen with thunder, you will not bow down before your mates. Your own shall be exalted. Your own shall be exalted. But at the exaltation of a hand is a function of our attitude, character, and culture with the Lord. Let's read verse 25. Everybody, let's read. Want to go? I will set his hand on the sea and his right hand in the rivers. Do you know the meaning of this? I will set his hand also in the sea. There are riches that abides in the sea. Now listen, petrol oil, where do they come from? Under the ground. God said, I will set his hand such that increase is his portion. Why? I have found him. I have anointed him. I wrote in my notes early this year and I said to myself, struggle is an abomination for the child of God. I wrote in my note that sweating in life is a, is, 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 is a sin for the believer. I'm not talking about sweating that comes out of your head, but sweating to see good, sweating to get your answers, sweating to live the kind of life that God wants you to live, it's not proper, it's not right, because God did not promise us hard labor. No, he didn't. He didn't. Look at verse 28 of that same 89, Psalm 89, quickly. Psalm 28 of Psalm 89. Alright, let's read one to go. My covenant will I keep for him. I'm not hearing your voice. Read it from the beginning. My covenant shall stand fast with him. Now let's look at 34, verse 34, quickly. Verse 34, verse 34, verse 34. Alright, let's read one to go. My covenant will I not break. I will not alter the thing that has gone out of my lips. Let your amen thunder. God will not change his mind about you. I'm not hearing your amen. God will not change his mind about you. Sarah, they said, Sarah, Edgar has given birth. There is no need for Sarah to give birth again. God said, No, I have a covenant with Sarah. I'm not changing my mind. She's the one that will bring Isaac to life. If your amen will turn that this morning, God will not change his mind about you. He won't change his mind about his mandate and prophecy about your life. He will not change his mind about the promises and the prophecies that he has given on to you. That which he said he will do, God will do it for you. Ah, you are not in the house. 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 
as I want you to shout a better amen. That which God wants to do, he will do it. It's not changing his mind. Bible says it's not a man that he should lie. Neither is he a son of man that he should repent. What he says is going to do it. I stand there this morning and as your amen will turn down, I'm just hearing, I want to behave myself, but I'm just hearing something. Every delay to the prophecy of your life, what you should have got in 2023 that you didn't get. As your amen will turn down, God will bring it to pass this January. In the name of the Lord Jesus, stand and tell three person, God will not change his mind about you. He will not change his mind about you. He will not change his mind about you. Are you saying it? Are you saying it? Are you saying it? Hear me. No matter how many millionaires that are existing, you, you will still become one. No matter how many billionaires are existing, you, that is hearing me, you will still become one. People have gotten married in life. Your marriage will still come and join them. No matter how many children that are existing on the earth, your child, you will still give birth to it. In the name of the Lord Jesus. No matter how many people have gotten promotion, your own promotion is still coming. You will get it. Come on, shout to your neighbor. Say, I will get it. I will get it. Come on, stand up. Go tell three persons. Say, I will get it. I will get it. I will get it. I will get it. Why? My covenant with you, I will not break. Neither will I alter that which has gone out of my lips. What God has said is got the capacity to ensure that it comes to pass. Now David said, God like me. And when God likes me, he makes things happen for me. What's now my attitude to ensure that the likeness of God over my life is not a waste. What's then my attitude? I looked at David and I was trying to see how did he become a man that God likes? What made God to like him? There's somebody here. <laughs> it's not part of my notes, but I just had it. <laughs> and I want your amen to thunder. Sometime ago, God gave me a message. The five things that must not fail you in life. The first thing is that time must not fail you. Say amen. amen. The meaning of that is that <laughs> may you not grow older than your age. <laughs> may you not watch others make it and you remain the same. May time not sleep in your hand and then you wake up one day and you are looking for what you have achieved. You didn't see nothing. Time must not fail you. That's not my message. Number two, money must not fail you. Money must not fail you. No matter how hard the economy of Nigeria is, money is entering people's hands. Are you hearing me here? Now, here, eh, 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 what do they call it? Flights that travels out of this country. Go to the airport every day. Nigeria airport, Muritala Mohamed airport, you still see the place very full, which means people are still making it. Tickets money today is ridiculous. Economy ticket on most airlines now is in millions. One million, two million. That is economy ticket. Business class ticket is six million, five million. First class ticket is eight million, ten million. Ladies and gentlemen, people are buying it. Did you hear what I said? Uh, did you hear what I said? Let your amen turn that we are the accounting money, you will not count paper. Church on usual, I'm not hearing your amen, you will not count paper. They 
flying. They are flying. They are not entering, uh, what is that, uh, uh, vehicle outside. Those three types, haiku. They are not. People are still traveling all over the place. You are still managing to cook soup. What you are using to cook soup is what they spend in shop right here in Nigeria now. Did you hear what I said? They got their things are so ridiculously, ridiculously expensive. I was to travel some time ago recently during this economy, maybe last year, and I needed to get and hand luggage. I just said, let me shop around and see. I was passing by Keja. I said, let's stop at shop right and see uh, how can get uh, hand luggage. You know hand luggage is not the big luggage, the hand one. The one you carry into the cabin. And I got there. And I got to the shops. Ask me how much. One hand luggage, 500,000 naira. One hand luggage, the least I saw was 350,000 naira. And I said, and I looked at them. I didn't scream like somebody that has lost faith or that doesn't have hope. No, 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 no. I'm not like that. Because no matter what happens, whatever it costs, money will be available to use it. But sometimes at the same time, you must not be wasteful. All right. So I said, people are coming in, and somebody came in, bought 564,000 naira and luggage right there before me. I was not wasting time. Oh, you know, I just say I went to shop. But even if I went to buy, I won't buy it. Did you hear what I said? But people are buying it. Let your amen thunder. What others are able to get, you will get it also. Are you hearing what I'm saying? They are traveling, you will travel. I'm not asking you to jackpot. I'm not asking you to jackpot. Traveling is exposure. Hello? Traveling is exposure. It's not about jackpot. Let me tell your neighbor, say don't jackpot. And if you want to anyway, it's not a big deal. Am I blessing anybody this morning? Stand to your feet. Come on. Go tell three person. Dollar for dollar, we will give them. Pound for pound, we will give them. Naira for naira, we will give them. Why? Because our God has all in abundance. Silver and gold are his own. I don't know whether I'm blessing anybody this morning. Come on, look at your neighbor again. I say I'm telling you dollar for dollar, pound for pound, naira for naira. In the name of Jesus, I will get it. I will get it. Because I'm the daughter of the most high God. My father owns the silver, owns the gold. Treasures are his possession. And so therefore, I will possess it. Stand to your feet and tell your neighbor, say, I will possess it hallelujah amen hallelujah are you happy with me so what made David what made David what made David to be so liked of God so liked of God that even with sin everyone still liked him and he still called a man after his heart and the covenant of increase was still established in his life with all the mistakes that he made and this is where I'm going the first thing I saw about David was what I call the power of worship everybody say worship scream at your neighbor say worship I will worship him forever Sing it again. I 
from verse 1. Psalm 5 and verse 1 to 7. Media, please help us. Thank you. God bless you. Appreciate you. Come on. Let's start from verse 2. Verse 2. Let's start reading. Aching unto the voice of my cry, my King and my God. For unto thee what will I pray? Verse 3. My voice you will hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up unto you. For thou art not a God that hath pleasure in wickedness, neither shall he dwell with thee. Verse 5. The foolish shall not stand in thy sight, Thou hatest all workers of iniquity. Verse 6. Thou shalt destroy them that speak listen. The Lord will abhor the bloody and deceitful man. Verse 7. But as for me, I will come into your house. In the multitude of your mercy and in thy fear will I worship towards thy holy temple. You know I was talking, I think I just got carried away. One of the things that must not fail you in 2024 is the mercy of God. And the mercy of God is extended in the place of worship. David's secrets that made him to be a favorite and a man after God's heart was the power of his worship. That was why he chose to dance that his wife began to curse him. And yet, he didn't look at the wife to stop his dance. And he said to her, I will yet dance. I will yet worship my God because he's so merciful unto me. Ladies and gentlemen, increase comes in the place of worship establishing a covenant with God from you comes from the strength of your worship how you rabba for God in the morning in the afternoon and in the night that was the culture of God that was the culture of Abraham I read a scripture in Luke 7 36 to 39 of a woman that was a sinner. The Bible says she had a very long hair. Jesus was preaching and was talking. And the woman stood behind him. And after he finished, the woman began to use her hair to wash, to clean his feet and was rubbing it with ointment. They call it the alabaster box. She broke the alabaster box and was rubbing it and rubbing it. What was that? That was worship. Ability to come down. You can't worship if you are not humble. Humility is the key to worship. David bowed before his throne every day. Somebody said a statement. God is still looking for more Davids on the earth. Do you know even when his son died, that first child that Bathsheba had, after the boy died, instead of him crying, David went to worship. 
the ability to worship God downloads his secret into your life that makes you to stand out amongst your equals. You don't get secret on the surface by talking and gossiping. You get secret in the place of dedication, commitment, and relationship with the Lord. Father, help me. Lord, I love you. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your goodness. The place of worship is not what I don't have, but the fact that you are God and you kept me, you defended me, you preserved me. Worship him. It was worship that David was worshiping. In 1 Samuel 16 verse 18, that made a man to see him and then recommended him for the throne. Ladies and gentlemen, when you worship the Lord, the Holy Spirit goes everywhere to gossip you to the people that matter. People that worship God don't struggle to make it. Help me slap your neighbor and say, let's worship him. We worship him with a song, with a life, with a humility. Am I communicating here? Excuse me, what do you think you have that you had or you got by yourself? if not for the mercy of the Lord. Every day bow down. The children you have, God gave it to you. It's not because you were able to get pregnant. It's not because your husband and how to have sex. No, sir. God gave them to you. Why? Because of his mercy. The job you are complaining about, he gave them to you. Let's worship him. Let's roll. Lord, help me. Grant me grace that I may daily bow before your throne. That was a secret of David. Do you know what God is looking for? How he can talk to you every morning. And one of the places where he can talk to you is when you choose to worship him. You have an habitation. You have an altar. You have a closet where you are talking to him and you are worshiping him. You are adoring him. Ladies and gentlemen, there are people, their prayer closet. Anybody that steps there feels an anointing because you cannot worship and the supernatural will not come down. There is a place. That's the place where humanity gives way for divinity in the place of worship because God breathes upon it. I've gone to people's places that are worshippers. I feel the strength. People have come to my place where I pray, where I worship and they have felt a strange power. Hear me. The reason why the enemy will not overrule your life is because of that covenant you have struck with the Lord. The covenant of giving him worship every morning, every day. Whether it is well, whether it is not well. When it is not well, he makes it well. Somebody say, God will make it well. Come on, shout it. Say, God will make it well. I'm not hearing you. Come on, shout it. Say, God will make it well. I'm not hearing you. Shout it better. Say, God will make it well. I decree upon your life this morning, God will make it well for you. In the name of Jesus. The power of worship. That was what Abraham did too. Went to worship. The second thing, maybe that's where we end, is the power of obedience. Power of obedience. In Genesis chapter 12, God has spoken to Abraham and verse 4. Let's look at verse 4. Genesis 12, 4. Quickly. Genesis 12, 4. And so what? Remember what we read? 1 to 3. Now look at verse 4. What happened? Everybody let's read. So 
Abraham departed as the Lord has spoken unto him. Lot went with him. This is what translation is it King James? So Abraham departed. There will be other words that Abraham moved in obedience. In obedience. Job 36, verse 11 and 12. Quickly, let's look at it. Job 36, verse 11 and 12. The Bible says, if you obey and you serve him, you will spend, which translation is this? Okay, they will have a good, long life on easy streets. Everybody read it, read it, read it. Let's read this. This is NLT. Give me that message back. I want to prophesy with that. Let's look at it. If they do what? Okay, put your hand on your chest. Say, if I obey and serve him, I will have a good, a long, and an easy life. Can we say it again? Say, if I obey and serve him, I will have a good, a long, and an easy life. Can you shout it again? Say, if I obey and serve him, I will have a good, a long, and an easy life. Do you believe that? But it is hanged on where obedience and service. These are the secrets. Let's look at King James Version. Let's look at King James Version quickly. So, they will spend their days in prosperity and their years in what? In pleasure. Their days, what? In prosperity. Let your amen turn that every day this week and this month and this year. If your amen will turn that, there shall be days of abundance for you. There shall be days of increase for you. Your years shall be spent in pleasure. You will not spend your years regretfully in the name of the Lord Jesus. But stand up, let me tell three persons, obey and serve, obey and serve, obey and serve. How do you obey and serve? You don't come to church and just be sitting on the chair. You come to church and look for what to do for the Lord. How will the name of the Lord be glorified? That was David's plan, that was Abraham's plight. That's what they were doing. And that's why God beamed his light upon them and chose them. And they became the favorite of God. Are you hearing me here? Some of you will just come to church. You just see one service is over. That is all. Next Sunday again. Hear me. You cannot become God's favorite like that. You must look for what to do for God. Help me tap your neighbor. What are you doing for God? Okay, tap another person. Say, what are you doing for God? Tap another person. Say, what are you doing for God? We're asking for God. God, bless me. God, come, come, come down. What are you doing for God? How passionate are you for God? How caring are you for God? For the work of God? For the church of God? How? What assignment have you taken up in the church? What have you done that we will use that, hey, mama cannot do without this lady in the church. God cannot do without you. They said no man is indispensable. But I beg to differ. 
Some people have made themselves, yes, that no, nobody can replace them. And it's because of obedience and service. Whatsoever your hand find them to do, what did the Bible says? Do What have you found to do? You are not to come to church and like be beautiful, dress well, but at the same time, let God know you are in church. Let him know you are doing something. Be bothered about the things of God. Be bothered about the church. Be bothered about the attendance. Be bothered about evangelism. Be bothered about preaching the gospel. Be bothered about making life to be better for people. Be bothered about making people to be happy. Am I communicating here? Be bothered. If you obey and you serve me, you will have a good day. You will have what the message say again. You will have a good day. You will have a long life and you have an easy life. Not everybody is struggling. Did you hear what I said? People are not struggling. The people that are not struggling are people that have understood their onions with God. Who are doing what God wants them to do and they are getting the reward. Look at your neighbor and ask and tell him there is reward in service. Oh, hey, I'm not hearing you. Come on, shout it louder. Say there is reward in service. Oh. I'm not hearing you. Come on, shout it. Say there is reward in service. Stand up and go and meet three persons. What will you be remembered for in the church today? Today is Sunday. What will mama remember you? Some of you are seated. That's part of disobedience. That's part of lack of service. What will you be remembered for? Can I sit down and look and say, I thank God for Mrs. So-and-so. I thank God for Mr. So-and-so. They would have done it. They would have done that. They would have done that. They would have done that. Let your amen turn down. Your position will not be taken away. Your position will not be taken over. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your right hand to heaven and let your amen sound. I prophesy to you today, you will not be irrelevant in God's agenda. I'm not hearing your amen. You will not be irrelevant. Your relevance will come out. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Sit down and hear me as I'm trying to round up. Amen. Look for what you know you can do and do. Get interested. Get excited. God has given me gifts that can better the kingdom. That can make the kingdom of God to be on earth. God has given me a talent. God has given me a gift. God has given me a grace. And I must use it. Hallelujah. When you obey and you serve him, you spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasure. Amen and amen. I want to pray. Praise God. Another power that I saw in David is the power of sacrifice. Sacrifice. Let me hang there. Time is up. I'll just take about two, three minutes. Look at me. David looked up and down. I've been talking since the beginning of this year. Father, grant me a grace to do what is bigger than my size for you. Until we get to the point 
when we can task ourselves and do to God what is not convenient for you, you can be God's favorite. David said, look at the ark of God. It's just lying everywhere. I want to build a house for God. God had to send Moses, I mean Nathan to him and said, go and tell him. His hand is too full of blood. Let him not build me a house. His son will build it. His son will build it. But do you know what David did? David made provision for the house before he died. So everything that Solomon used to build the house was what David has paid for. Praise the Lord. God said to Abraham, Abraham, that's your son, your only son. Carry him. Take him to Mount Moriah. Go and offer him as a sacrifice for me. <laughs> Abraham looked. He didn't talk to his wife. Because he has gotten a grace to do what is difficult to do for God. Until you are able to do what others can do for God, you can be his favorite. Men that do strange things for God, you can't meet up with their condition and their position. You'll be looking at them behind because they will be at the front. Because God is not wicked, He's a rewarder. He rewards. Abraham carried Isaac, his only son, and went to sacrifice him. And when God saw that heart, God said, Abraham, don't kill the child. Now I know that truly you are my friend. Now I know that truly I'm not the only one that has a covenant with you. You also has a covenant with me. And he swore to Abraham, say, look, I beat my chest for you. I will embarrass you with blessing. I will embarrass you with blessing. Why? He did what others cannot find easy to do. Until you are able to sacrifice what pains you and what touches you for God. Don't be afraid. I'm not asking you for money. But I'm telling you to live a life of dedication. A life of commitment. Mama Fajo, are you hearing me? Be like, say you are tired. Praise the Lord. A life of dedication, a life of commitment, ma. Where you can offer selflessly unto God. Anything you can give to God may kill you in life. But until you are able to give what others cannot give. Excuse me, you can't become God's favorite. You'll still be his child, though. But do you know the difference? The child gets general blessing, but the favorite, they get wahoo blessing. It's an exclamation blessing. They become a wonder and a marvel to their world. You will be seeing things working. You can't understand why he's working. You don't know the covenant they have made with God. Am I communicating here? It's your covenant with God that determines how God shoots you out in the midst of the multitude. 
I was praying some days ago, and the Lord said to me, Say, I didn't call you to raise small people, I called you to raise great people. And He said to me, Go and raise people that will build towers for me, people that will do ridiculous, marvelous things for me. That's what God has sent me to do in church on Joshua, and that's why I'm preaching. Preaching, what is it that is so dear to you? Sacrifice is the key to exile. Am I making sense here? Check your life. Look at yourself. This is January. We are going to do first fruit very soon. People that pay first fruit, it's not easy for them. But if you pay it, it's a covenant with God. Because you are bringing the entirety of your salary, of your income for the year to bring before God and say, Father, take it. And that means the whole month, you don't know what will happen. And those are the people God is looking for. People that will trust God with their emptiness so that God can fill them up. Say, I've come to bring it to you. Some of you find it difficult to pay tight. Tight is not even a sacrifice. So tight is a command. It's an instruction. Sacrifice I'm talking about is giving what is ridiculous, what is so difficult for you to give. That's how you enter into the agenda or into, into the company of people that are favorites of God. And that's why God will look unto you and say, my covenant with you, I will not break. Neither will I alter the things that has gone out of my lips. Sometimes when you lay claim on some scriptures, go and find out how the scripture came to be and what the people that the scripture was directed to, what did they do? Praise the Lord. And then you will discover that you don't just claim scripture, you walk scripture to make scripture to come to pass. Because what you don't make happen cannot happen. I see God increasing us. I know you are not happy with me. I know you are not happy. But did I bless you this morning? I want you to begin to think. Next Sunday is going to be the last Sunday of January. Am I right? February 1st Sunday is coming. We're going to be giving first fruit on that day. During the 12 days of praise, some of us give some ridiculous things that cannot be explained. That cannot be explained. Is it the only money you give? No. No. Anything that is durable, that you know that this one, ah, you will cry. There are sins I've given, I was shedding tears. I was crying in my closet. I cried, I said, Father, it's only you that can take this. Am I enjoying it? Yes, I am. Have I finished enjoying it? There is no end to reward. Reward keeps coming every day. Am I quick? And that is not the end of the giving because every day there's something to sacrifice. The height you are looking for, it may be a sacrifice. The promotion you want is a sacrifice. I want to get married, it's a sacrifice. I've been delayed, it's a sacrifice. I am teaching you this day for you to be a favorite that God will turn to and look on you and favor you. It's a function of the sacrifice that you made with God. Rise to your feet, everybody. Rise to your feet. I, I didn't 
even know you will clap on you. I didn't know. I wasn't sure you are going to clap. Because I don't know whether I bless anybody this morning. Did I bless you this morning? Go and think. Sit down with God. You break difficulty by sacrifice. You break it. You break what the devil is doing by sacrifice. The devil cannot stand people that can sacrifice. He can't. He can't. He can't because he knows. Ladies and gentlemen, now look at when God wanted to win the whole heart, it was his son he gave. That was a sacrifice. Jesus left the kingdom to come to the earth to suffer. It was a sacrifice. Hear me, church. The power of sacrifice is a power that draws you into the heart of God. That makes God to stand attention for you any day, any night, any, any money. He said, my mercy and truth shall not be taken away from me. My covenant I will not break. I will not alter that which came out from me. Lift up your hands to heaven. I'm not asking you to give. I'm asking you to go back home and think. Go and think. Level you are looking for, there's a sacrifice. There's a sacrifice. <laughs> the beauty, anything that you have been struggling to get, try sacrifice. You can't miss it because you will be drawn unto God and never be saying, That's my daughter. I can't let her. No, 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 no. Solomon gave a thousand, and God said, Listen. The blessing I gave your father is small compared to what I will give you. I will bless you so much. And history records it that there has not been a man that is richer than Solomon. Solomon was so blessed and so rich. Why? He chose to sacrifice before the Lord. But God helped me. Ladies and gentlemen, the secret of distinction and exaltation the secret of what makes you to stand lifted above your equals is the sacrifices that you make. The sacrifice of prayers, the sacrifice of relationship with the Lord, the sacrifice of intimacy, the sacrifice of money giving, the sacrifice of giving land, the sacrifice of giving car, the sacrifice of releasing the everything before him. That's what takes you there. Lift up your hands to heaven and pray. That Father, grant me the grace that whatever it takes to move me to the next level, I will be able to do it. Lift your voice and pray. Whatever it takes, whatever it takes, whatever it takes to move to the next level, I will get there. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Yes, Lord. Lift your voice. In Jesus' name we pray. Please, media, give me Osea. Please keep standing and then I pray this prayer. Are you happy with me this morning? If you are happy, put your hands together for Jesus. Hosea chapter 6 verse 11. Quickly, I know my time is fast spent. I'm sorry, my apologies. Hosea chapter 6 verse 11. Quickly, Hosea 6. Everybody, let's read it also.
Now read the first phrase alone and then personalize it. Let's go. You didn't know how to say it. You hear me and let me read it. Also, oh for lucky, God has set an harvest for thee. Now can you read it that way? I'm not hearing you. Can you shout it louder? Can you scream it? Ladies and gentlemen, I make bold to declare to you that there is an harvest set for you. There is an harvest set for you. You want to clap that there is an harvest set for you? You want to clap for that harvest? God has set an harvest for you. And you will eat the harvest. Stretch your hands towards me and let your amen thunder. I am talking. I know what God is speaking concerning us. If your amen will thunder, God has set an harvest for you. Now listen to me very well as your amen will thunder. You will see the harvest with your eyes. Church on you, shout amen. You will see the harvest with your eyes. You will use your hand to reap it. I'm not hearing you. You will reap it. You will use your hand to gather it. Your mouth to eat it. Can I pray it again? You will use your eyes to see the others. You will use your hand to reap it. You will use your hand to gather it. And you will use your mouth to eat it. Can I pray it again? I said you will use your eyes to see it. You will use your hand to reap it. You will use your hand to gather it. And you will use your mouth to eat it. The name of our Lord Jesus. As your amen will turn that one, it back lower. I'm not hearing your amen. One, it back lower. I want to shout it again. One, it back lower. Whatever you are sold, you will see the others. You will read the others. You will gather the others, and you will eat the others. In the name of our Lord Jesus. If you believe me, shout three. I wanted to bring out a good offering. An offering. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and be alive. Hope you were blessed by that inspiring message from our lead pastor. And we pray it bears fruit in your life. For more transforming messages, do subscribe to our YouTube channel at Victory Life Bible Church or keep yourself updated via our website at www.victorylifebiblechurch.org. You could also follow us on our social media platforms on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at VLBCINT. God bless you.